When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Show my talk one or seven one everything entertainment and Lori and Julia as you may have heard a few minutes ago are elsewhere doing fun things so uh, Holly Roberts is here Miss Shannon is here I'm Donnie Love and we were quite uh, thrilled with management uh, after the show yesterday absolutely insisted that the three of us come back and do the show again I know. today no one's card keys were turned yeah, off well, or door doors locked as it, was it turns nice. out uh, the reason they wanted us to come back is they were hoping we get it right this time. <laughs> That's, I'm glad that so, they believe in second chances. Yeah, because apparently they weren't too impressed. It's all right. We got another chance here, guys. Got it. Ooh, all got right. It. Okay. We're still in the junior varsity league <laughs> yes, here. Right. We're off the bench. I want to get my letter. Oh, well, thank you, Miss Shannon, for joining us this my afternoon pleasure. again. And Donnie, thank you for being you. <laughs> You're here. Is that a couple? Doing you. Yes, yes, you yes it is. Now, I want to le- bring us back to where we left off. At the end of yesterday's show, that was with the argument or mm, the debate, the spirited discussion, discussion on what song we should sing at the end of the show. Because even though Lori and Julia are out, we do like to keep with some of the show traditions. And one of those traditions is every Friday at around 550, Lori and Julia select a song to sing. That's lovely. And I it, love it that is tradition. lovely. Mm-hmm. And so Donnie wanted us to sing Ricky Nelson for the love. Why Ricky Nelson? I mean, like you said, Shannon, yesterday he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So, just saying, that song is black and white television. That song is too old (laughs) for the oldie stage. And it's not not good. It's not. It's that in between amount of old too, where it's not like classical. Yeah, it's no. not. It's just no, it's old. Not. It's not Beethoven. Right. No, it's not of. even Glenn Miller. No, it's in that awkward in between no. tween too it's old to be an oldie. Right. It, it can't get like it wouldn't get a specialty plate. No, Let's do that. Doesn't get <laughs> maybe no. on my car. <laughs> so we need your help, is what we're saying. Yeah, okay. And we've put up a poll on Twitter. Yes. You can find it at the My Talk Twitter account, also at Miss Shannon's Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? At Miss Shannon Shannon with an A. Miss Shannon Miss Shannon with an A, mm-hmm. and I'm at Holly D Roberts. Now you. You have time to vote before yes. the show ends. We have selected two songs. And one, one of those that's songs. Team Holly and Shannon. Yeah. And one that's Team Donnie Love. And that's fair. Yeah. And that <laughs> is fair. So Shannon and I's choice, our choice, is The Middle by Jimmy Eat World. Yes, which is a great Friday sing-along. Mm-hmm. So this is the Jimmy Eat World song. Yes, yes. this is okay. Jimmy Eat World. 
Everyone's dancing right now. They're ready. Good song. Like it. Jimmy Eat World, The Middle. The Middle. So yes. that's okay. our choice. You yes. can vote for that song. Or if you're feeling... Nostalgic? Don't don't poison it. We okay, want to because yeah. right. then he'll come back and troll us later and say that we were being we were being no, mean to him. No, I was no, already expecting all. us to get trolled today, <laughs> Shannon. To be honest, okay. but Donnie's selection, which is a very fine selection, mm-hmm. is from the '60s band The Circle. Yes, spelled with a Y and a K. Yes. Oh gosh, <laughs> so complex. And it's Red Rubber Ball. Red Rubber Ball, written by who? Who? You said Paul Simon? Paul Simon. Okay, I was listening. <laughs> Who's also in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I just want to point that Again, out. Again, don't care. I should have known. Oh, no. You did me farewell. Oh, those are the two songs. <laughs> this is such <laughs> bubblegum. Those are it's, the two songs. I had, I got cavities just from the two you and know, a half seconds. Taylor Swift is bubblegum. We didn't ask to play her, though. No. Okay. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> we did not. So yeah. we want everybody else to participate in this. And so you can go onto Twitter. You can be part of the poll. And then we will no longer try to poison you. I feel now we're into the lobbying part of things. Yes, we, we are. are. lobbying for the middle. And Donnie is very appropriate in lobbying for Red Rubber Ball. Now, I will tell you right now. Do you have a tally? Yes. Okay, what is There's it so an far? ongoing tally. 57% of people have voted for the middle. Thank you. And 43% of people have voted for Red Rubber Ball. Now, that well, could change. Have time I, to I'm, 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 I'm shocked that 43% would even pick Red Rubber Ball. <laughs> I am kind of, too. I'm, I'm, I thought this would be an electoral college I'm not, landslide. I'm not even going to lie. I already retweeted that, that I was very disappointed that I have to lobby this hard for the middle. I did not expect it to be. I expected to crush you, Donnie. Not even going to lie. I did, too. So thank Thank you, 43 percenters. This would have been like Appreciate the 1984 that. presidential election. <laughs> that's, that's right, where you won one state, and yeah. that was Minnesota. Exactly. Right. <laughs> uh, so you can join in on the fun. Go over to Twitter and please vote for the middle. Yes. Vote for me. Thank you. Now, if you are in the music mood. Check every pot in the car and in the garage. And you are over on social media. You are on Twitter. You can mm-hmm. go over to Lori and Julia's Twitter account. Yes. Because Lori is sharing pictures from the New Orleans Jazz Fest. Of She's, course she is. Well, Wonderful. sometimes she doesn't like to share some things as they happen, but you can tell that she's having a really good time. Of course, the Rolling Stones aren't performing. No. no they were replaced no. with the band Widespread Panic. Well, but, no, there was Fleetwood Mac in between. Oh, yeah. Then, and they bailed out. Yeah. Oh, so we now we have this. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah. So you can go and follow her over there. And I want to remind everyone that this weekend tomorrow is star wars day may the, may the 4th, 4th be with you may oh, the yes. 4th be with you i get it and then cinco de mayo is on sunday too right. so yeah somebody in the office was planning all the festivities for tomorrow but oh. it was like no dear it's only the fourth of the month <laughs> <laughs> so if you were you know i just want people uh to be aware of that fair enough also, so they don't start their margariting, margarita-ing too soon, is what you're saying. Yes. Fair enough. Yes. And uh, also want to remind you, we're going to be talking about uh, some new movies that are going to be coming out at 3.30. We're going to rate them, whether or not we want to see them or mm-hmm. not. There's a lot out in theaters. Right. And also in the third hour of today's show, Miss Shannon has... She has a rant to go on. I have. Oh, I, have like, I love a good rant. I have a true life story on oh, why rant. we as Minnesotans do not deserve nice weather. Oh, wow. Yeah. We do it to ourselves. We do it to ourselves. We do it to ourselves. Really? Yeah. It's going to be nice this weekend. Yeah, and I I have the story as to why we should never have nice weather. 
Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, Shannon's coming. going to depress us Thanks. later on in the wow. show. Yep. <laughs> yep. We gotcha. Got, yep. We got to go to a break right now. And we're going to come back with the stories that we can't get enough of. It's something, a big fashion event happening on Monday night. And we're going to get the inside scoop from the boss lady herself. She talked to the Today Show. We're going to hear Anna Wintour when we come back here on My Talk 107. Happy Friday, everyone. You're listening to Lori and Julia here on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, streaming at MyTalk1071.com and on the My Talk app. Lori and Julia are out this afternoon. I'm Holly here with Miss Shannon and Donnie. And we got to, you know, keep the course of the Lori and Julia show. Oh, yes. So the story we can't get enough of this afternoon is the Met Gala, the Oscars of fashion happening next Monday in New York City. And Anna Wintour, the grand dame herself, <laughs> the, the big cheese, the yes. head honcho of the Met Gala. She was on the Today Show this morning talking to Jenna Bush Hager about Monday's big event. So uh, let's just kick off things uh, with the first cut, Donnie, mm-hmm. and uh, a little uh, background about what the Met Gala is. For more than two decades, Vogue's editor-in-chief, Anna Wintour, has been the woman behind the most exclusive event of the year. The Met Gala attracts a celebrity's who's who on parade up the steps of New York's Metropolitan Museum of Art. This is fashion's must-see event, raising millions of dollars every year for the Met's Costume Institute. You have created this cultural institution, this thing that people can't wait to see. Are you surprised by how much it's grown? I am, and I honestly believe that the reason that people are excited is it's this extraordinary marriage of fashion and culture. And after all, we don't want a museum to become a mausoleum. We want it to be alive and vibrant and bring in new audiences and have people be excited about being there. Yes. I like that she says that she doesn't want the museum to become a mausoleum (laughs) because haven't you been in a museum and you're looking at stuff and you just feel like you are... I think sometimes you're transported to a particular place and time in a good way. And sometimes you're like, I don't understand why this would be relevant even for that time. It's like, like, you know you should... Like a little piece of me goes, the, the bougie part of me goes, I should enjoy <laughs> yeah. this, yes. but I don't get it. You know? <laughs> right, right. And I say that as being a lover of museums, right. I love going there, but she's right. A museum has to be oh, oh, yeah. a living, right. relevant yes, institution yes. that speaks to modern times. And uh, the fashion department, the Costume Institute at the Metropolitan Museum of Art certainly does that. Uh, let's move on to the second cut, Donnie. So this year's theme is camp and yes. we're going to explain exactly what that means because it has nothing to do with the boy scouts thank you <laughs> nothing to do with putting up a tent no right. no all right just checking here we go here the theme is camp notes on fashion a nod to the 1964 susan sontag essay notes on camp all about the extravagant the exaggerated and the extraordinary this doesn't mean hiking or being outdoors it is interesting when you say to people yes the exhibition this year is going to be on camp and you yes. see you know the mind going and they're thinking hiking boots yes. backpacks, exactly uh, rope it's nothing about nature it's everything that's completely artificial and fake and uh, not really what you think it means. So when you um, expect to see people walking down the red carpet, what will they be wearing? I have no idea. (laughs) I have no idea. I know we've had some very strange requests, um, people arriving in 
uh, on unusual methods of transport. And do you say yes to that? Of course. We want them to take risks, to be fearless, to have fun with fashion, and to, we all need to laugh at ourselves a little bit, too. Well, this is perfect because there's a lot of artificial and fake people at the event. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Oh, Donnie. You know See how it worked out in there? Sick burns. <laughs> right. But this I is do good. think that this category, though, is so... It's it, The Met Gala, for me, they, you do have the ones that are so... The outfits are so artistic and avant-garde in nature, so they are now encouraging those people. Yes. And I think that the, to go... You know what? You already were trying to think outside of the box, but now go all in on it. So I am the fact that they're going, no, we want you to go as bananas as possible. Now I'm really interested because I, you know, I watch it passively. Like I am one of those people that the next morning I do get up and I do spend a lot of time looking for the best and the worst. And I always have to take other people's opinions on whether it is really good or not, because some (laughs) of them are going I think that's ugly, you know, kind of thing. Is it ugly in a good way or ugly in a bad way? Well, and you're going to be asking that question, Miss Shannon, on Monday, because with the theme camp, Mm -hmm. the ugly is going to be good, and the good and the boring is going to be ugly. Because you know that there's going to be somebody like Giselle Boonchin showing up on the Met Gala red carpet on Monday night, looking gorgeous and beautiful. And And I'm saying that's not enough. That's not enough. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry that you're beautiful. Actually, not sorry, (laughs) but Please. Sorry, not sorry. Play it up a little bit. All right, right let's play the next clip. Is it true that there's a no selfie rule? There is. No, but what about that bathroom selfie a couple years well, ago? I, I know. You let that go. Well, I, I think there are other processes in place now that take care of that. <laughs> but it's not my department. The underlings will take care right. of all that. Yes, I think course. what she, their no selfie rule comes from, we want control of all of the photo content. And so we don't want blurry, self-taken pictures, and we don't want you doing it with... Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the, we know the Kardashians Leave are coming. That's like, yeah, bring your photographer. Yeah, <laughs> right? and the selfie that they were referring to in that story was a couple of years ago. Kim, Kanye, mm-hmm. all the Kardashians got Typical. into a bathroom right. and took a bathroom selfie of themselves, and that was a no no, but Anna Wintour is a fan of Kim Kardashian, right. so she let it slide a little bit, but apparently the underlings are going to be there policing everyone's <laughs> selfie-taking on Monday night. I wonder if they will have to confiscate them as people enter the event. Oh, you mean whether the minions will take the phones? Yes, they get you're not allowed, no cell phones allowed I kind of feel point. like most of these people, since they are, they curate the guest list and they, all these things, they're on such a high level that... I don't want to be the minion whose job it is to go give me your phone. <laughs> yeah. I doubt. I think they're going to expect all of these people to self-police themselves. Yes, well, okay. you would think so, because tickets for the Met Gala this year are going for $30,000 right. each. Wow. Mm-hmm. A table goes for $275,000, but Anna Wintour doesn't just let anybody right. buy a table. A exactly. lot of times it's big fashion houses yeah. that will pony over a quarter of a million dollars to be there. All right, let's play the last cut here. It's like the red carpet and the glamour of it. What makes it successful for you? What makes it feel like, all right, job well done? I mean, in the end, it, it, it's it's for our guests and it's for the museum. And Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We want them to feel that the amazing effort they put into getting dressed was worth it, and it was an evening that maybe they're not going to experience elsewhere. Well, I'd hope not for thirty thousand dollars. I don't want to get this at a Burger King. No, <laughs> I went to Chuck E. Cheese and I that, felt amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully somebody dresses up maybe in the vein of Chuck E. Cheese in the world of camp. That's right. the theme. That's, that's, yeah, that Chuck would work. E. Cheese is totally campy. Yeah. Now, Anwin Tours selects celebrities to co-chair the event, the Met Gala, every year, and this year it's Lady Gaga. Harry Styles mm-hmm. and Serena Williams, they are co-hosting Ooh. the Met Gala with Anna Wintour. And the Guardian newspaper over in the UK is reporting that Lady Gaga is going to bring director John Waters as her date. Oh, that will be amazing. The, That's going to be so fun. He is the ultimate in campiness. Yes. And, I, yes. and I can't wait for him <laughs> to show up on the red carpet. Even Lady Gaga you know that she's going to be able to execute the theme camp. Right. And still be gorgeous and a beautiful one. Yes. yes. So yes. I'm looking forward to that. I do think it's interesting that so many of these dresses and outfits that you see the celebrities wearing look unwearable. I'm like, how do you manage to walk in that and not have it shatter and fall to pieces? Very mm. slowly. Yeah. <laughs> you waddle. <laughs> yes, you waddle. Barely move. Yes. I mean, so I am curious to see what... Because they, they've been doing it for so long now, and especially since we are so able to consume the visual content so quickly, I think that it's going to be, it's got to be difficult to come up with that thing that you know is going to wow people. Yeah, what's going to become the meme on right. Tuesday morning because somebody's outfit always becomes the meme exactly. of the Met Gala. Now, if you want some examples of some of the outrageous outfits that people have worn to the Met Gala over the years, Donnie did you the favor <laughs> by posting the most naked Met Gala red carpet looks of all time. And some of them are good, and some of them you're uh, like, that's naked yeah, just to be naked. Yeah. And of course, Jennifer Lopez, who loves to be naked. She's just naked, but she's great at naked. Yeah, she's good at naked. On there, Bella Hadid, Halle Berry. Oh, Halle Berry. Uh, <laughs> Beyonce. It's Madonna, I don't like the Madonna one. I don't like the Madonna one either. But no. see, I think some of them are beautiful naked, and you're still like, how did you manage to get... That's a lot of that dresser's tape or whatever it is. Yes. You know, that, that double-sided tape. The Hollywood and some, tape. Yeah, and some of them, it's naked just to be naked, and yeah. it doesn't look good on yeah, them. Yeah, some of them flattering. are nude, and some of them are naked. Right. So you're yes. going to have to go over to mytalk1071.com, <laughs> the Lori and Julia show page, to decide for yourself who's nude, who is naked, at the Met Gala. And why. And right. why. And I expect the essay before the end of the show. That's right. Thank you. All right. Now, when we come back, we've got some really ill-informed movie reviews of the movies that are out in the theaters this weekend. We haven't seen any of them, but we're going to suggest what you should go and see this weekend at the box office when we come back. And my friend said... 
Bye for the love of a lovely Saturday coming up. Make use of it. Sunny and 70 tomorrow. Right now it is cloudy and it is 61 degrees. I want to tell you that My Talk 1071 celebrates Mental Health Awareness Month here in the month of May, presented by Care Counseling. Millions of Americans are affected by mental health conditions every year. My Talk wanted to highlight some information about mental health and share ways to get help. Learn more and join us as we celebrate Mental Health Awareness Month at mytalk1071.com. The keyword is May. Thank you, Donnie, for that Uh message. And also want to remind people that we have one pair of tickets left to give away to Shop Till You Drag, a mall drag show that's happening on Sunday, May 19th at Rosedale Center. Uh, Brought to you by Flip Phone Events. So we've got that one pair of tickets left. And you're going to want to get on them. Because the other tickets are sold out. Yeah, that's right. They do amazing events. events. Flip phone. This is your only way to get in now. All right, we're going to play a little show for you. We're going to play a little game here. And that game is called... Oh, sorry. Ill-informed reviews yes. by people who know nothing. Okay, all right, yeah, I'm that's ready. Perfect for us. Yeah, so that's my wheelhouse. That is yes. Donnie has been ready his whole life to oh, play yeah. this game. I'm catching up quickly. I'm ready. I'm Shannon ready. is a good student. Yes. So we're gonna let you know what's in theaters this weekend, even though uh, none of us have seen any of these movies. I, so I will say this: say. I do of the list of things that seem yeah. to be opening this weekend. Yeah. I have seen all of the trailers, so at least I feel as I am familiar with the names. Great. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, okay, that's a good that's point. Like, I've okay. seen the trailers. Okay. I think most of the trailers also. Correct. Fantastic. Okay. We're going to start with the big romantic comedy that's out in theaters today, and this is the Charlize Theron, Seth Rogen movie called Long Shot. Yeah. And this movie is about Charlize Theron. She is the Secretary of State for the United States, and she meets back up with an old flame... I thought she was his babysitter. babysitter. I think so. Oh, that's she right. That's babysitter. The deal. She's I told his, you we are baby. ill-informed yes. <laughs> and we know nothing. She's the babysitter. <laughs> I have seen this trailer. Right, well, yeah. <laughs> so Holly and, and Donnie, I've seen this trailer four times. So four different films okay. played this one. Every time I saw this one, it annoyed me. Because I am so over these films that where it's like super hot, talented lady gets ill-advised dorky dude. And I'm like, I just every time I saw the trailer, maybe it's really charming and it comes around. I was like, I just kept looking at her going, you could do better. Better than Seth Rogen or just better movie? Better than no, no, no. Better than the character in the movie, the oh, way he is okay. portrayed in the trailer, uh, portrayed right. in the trailer. He's kind of a doofus. Yes. And so he might be a lovable doofus, but yeah. she seemed very very together and that trope is I'm over it. Yeah. So I did I not want to see this one. Yeah. 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 Maybe Donnie. it's more charming than I thought. Uh, no, I'm going to pass. Yeah. You're going to okay. pass. Yeah, it's, uh, it doesn't really hold anything for me. What do you think, Holly? Now, I will say to your point, Shannon, I'm so over that old, tired trope of the woman who has it all together and the schlubby guys who right. go after them. However, I will say that the reviews mm-hmm. say that this movie Longshot is very charming and okay. it goes beyond those tropes because okay. right. I get it back yeah. in the day I totally understood where Katherine Heigl was coming from yes when she dissed the movie knocked up right when she said you know I don't Wasn't like she in that movie yeah yes. she was in that oh, movie okay. but she <laughs> was not a fan of the way 
that her character was portrayed in relation to Seth Rogen's character, right. meaning that her character was an up and coming career woman and Seth Rogen's character was a stoner slacker. Right. And she was portrayed as the one who was uptight and not with it and not funny where and had to problem. change. Right. Where and it's a problem. And you should be all, you know, and I think that it's bad from a position from uh, creating a wrong image for men too, where the fact that we go, you can't do any better, you know, yeah. kind of thing. And I'm like, well, why would we create that expectation? that they have to be this schlubby, dumb thing in order to be funny. Yeah. And so I just am kind of over it. But other people who have already seen it and they are professionally seers of things still liked it. (laughs) Correct. Yeah, they did. 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. So maybe they just put the trailer, the wrong scenes, like the stereotypical scenes in the trailer and I don't have the right background. And that could very well be the case because the people who made the film are like, all right, we got to sell this movie. We got to sell it on Seth Rogen. And people have a certain idea of who Seth Rogen is in their minds. And it is that guy from Knocked Up, the stoner, funny guy. I I have a comment. Yes. The floor is yours. Trope. Yeah, that's a good word. It seems like it's always the guy in these movies. Mm -hmm. That's the doofus. Yep. Yep. It's always the dad. That's the incompetent doofus in these movies. Mm -hmm. And as a dad, I find that quite offensive. I'm annoyed with it on your (laughs) behalf as well. Why can't they have the woman be the doofus and the guy the one that has it all together? Can we switch it around? See what I'm saying? I think that we could just do better on both sides, you know, kind of thing. Because that's the whole point is that there's a lot of these things. We've seen it. It's not real life anymore. I think that we can go past it. And the only thing that's funny can't be guys falling downstairs. And the only thing that's funny can't be women with big boobs uh, saying dumb things and not understanding how technology works. It's like, do better. (laughs) Like, people will watch other things. Yes. And so maybe this movie has other things in it because even the things that are on the poster seem to be saying that other things are in the film. Just the clips that I saw did not portray that. <laughs> okay. So, What's, uh, what else do we have? The, well, let's give this movie a, a, a sad trombone. Two out of three. Okay. We got to have a majority rule okay. right. in order for right. it, it okay. to get the win. Okay. Which? What else do we have? Oh, well, now we're going on to a family film. Mm-hmm. This movie is out today. It's called Ugly Dolls. <laughs> Ooh. It's an animated feature. Mm-hmm. It's not good on Rotten Tomatoes. That no. is about ugly dolls. 32%. Well, the thing is that this movie looks cheap in comparison to what we're expecting to see. Like a big blockbuster kid movies. Yes. Thing. And it is cheap in comparison to those movies. Yeah. Well, it's I want to. It's not let, a Toy Story. No. no. The, I will let you know right now that Ugly Dolls is not Disney Pixar. No. no. It's no, not it's Illumination not. Animation. No. It's not Sony. It's not any of these things. No. I don't know where the heck this movie uh, was made. some guy's basement. <laughs> Probably, Donnie. <laughs> right? Somebody had some after effects. And, Somebody and had them. a kid. He's doing cats, cat, cat films in his basement. That's right. Yeah. And it was like, I got a budget. Mom gave me $100 for my birthday. Right. And I decided to make ugly dolls. Well, here's the consensus on Rotten Tomatoes okay. is that they said that very young viewers will probably be entertained by ugly dolls. But it, it's only because they're less likely to recognize you know, the they, poor they, quality. They, yeah, it is. yeah. It, thank you. The kids don't know how bad this they movie don't is. Know. They I don't, don't know. understand. <laughs> well, no. I'm gonna give it that as the uh, as the 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 parent in the room of a young child. How young? He's 11. Oh, this he's and not so going he's, to this. Yeah, he's not gonna watch this. <laughs> he's not gonna watch this. And so, and I, you know, and, and I think that this was one of those ones that you definitely. Okay, let's say you're at that early age where you are that parent that your kid won't sleep 
Because it's always when you have that that four to we'll say that 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 three to six year old where you're up early on a Saturday morning and oh, you yeah. don't want to be up, mm-hmm. but you're up and you need something to do. Yes, I bet you that this is the film that's going to be playing at nine forty five at Rosedale. That's oh, fantastic. Yeah, it's this is the one. Yeah. So you yeah. might as well just get out of the house and take them to this one. <laughs> and <laughs> nobody's going to be there. You're not ruining date night. Nobody's getting mad at you for bringing your kids that up and you don't want to be up. You can just get a coffee, let them run around in the theater, use up that energy. Maybe your <laughs> afternoon will be do. better. That is exactly what they do. Nobody's know, been there, done that. Right. Nobody's yeah. going to ruin. You're not ruining anybody's no. movie going experience because it's ugly dolls and it's meh anyway. <laughs> I remember taking my, uh, my daughter when she was, and she's going to hate me for this, uh, when she was just a little child to yes. see Rattata. Tui, oh. I don't think she ever actually sat in her seat. She just went back and forth up and down Never the sat aisle. In her seat. I have that kid. Yeah. Yeah. But that is a classic Sorry, movie. Yeah. Ratatouille <laughs> I know, is one of the best yeah. was, uh, Disney Pixar movies. We Ugly dolls. That. They spent all the budget getting music people to do the voices. And so as yeah. a result yeah, of that, we I give it a the soundtrack. Trombone. The soundtrack sounds dope. It sounds like a good well, soundtrack. Well, the Kelly Clarkson song's very good. Yeah. Yeah, Kelly Clarkson, Blake Shelton, Janelle mm-hmm. Monet, all doing voices in Ugly Dolls. Yeah, this is not going to be the film that parents love as well. It's the, I took my kid and my kid's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and take your, sneak in your own What's snacks. What's next? Take yeah. your own snacks. All right, so. next on the list is something that you're not going to want to bring your kids to. No. This movie is out in theaters right now. It's called The Intruder. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so this is a scary movie. Dennis Quaid. Stars is the villain in this movie. Uh huh. It looks like it's bad. <laughs> he looks he looks terrible and scary in the trailer. Yes, uh, Michael Ely and Megan Good are the two leads. They're a young married couple. They buy their dream house in Napa Valley. They think they have found the perfect home to take their next step as a family. But when the strangely attached seller, who's Dennis Quaid, continues to infiltrate their lives. They begin to suspect that he has hidden motivations beyond a quick <laughs> sale. I mean, Dennis Quaid. Oh, man. He he just... just he looks creepy rubber-faced in I, this one. Yeah. In the trailer. Y- yes. And it's a total... I Look, this movie... Jeez. According to Deadline.com, The Intruder actually won Thursday night previews for new movies last night. So people Was were going... Was it the only movie? Probably. <laughs> yeah. Here's why. It, it, ran, on, it ran out of uh, But post. people like scary movies. <laughs> yeah. They I'm, don't want them to be too complicated because this is the movie where you go into a dark room where you can hold your hand and do a little something with your sweet honey. Look, I wanted to like this movie. Here's why I wanted to like it. Because I like it when brown people are heroes and the white person is the mean person now. Um, yeah. Because we didn't have that for a long time. Right. So okay. the, 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 the supporter, the brown girl in me wanted this to be magical. Yeah. It does not look magical. Oh, no. <laughs> So just totally disappointed by this one. Exactly. I was like, gosh, darn it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't think so. Well, but you know what? Here's the thing. All the people that released these films, they knew that they had to counter-program to Avengers. And yes. so they either were going, never mind, we had to let it go sometime, or it's so different than this box office smash that they're hoping it'll sneak in. Yeah. Because the the if you I could see why people went to go see this one because it is all those things you said, Holly. It has all it ticks off all the boxes of what you would like if you like those suspense ish horror thriller films. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Go into a dark room, mm-hmm. hug your sweet honey. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you make out for five minutes because you're not going to miss anything on <laughs> no. the screen anyway. No. So go on a date to the intruder, get snuggly, but we're telling you now it's probably not going to be very stinker. good. Right. It's a yeah, stinker. It's All right. Well, yeah. those were our ill-informed <laughs> okay, movie so reviews. About movies enjoy, that are, everyone. Enjoy. enjoy. You can go and watch those at a theater near you this weekend. All right. When we come back, we got some music taste tests, including 
including a new single from Miss Shannon's favorite performer. Why do I pull your clothes and then ask you for space? If all it is to say that is why is it so hard to say? Um, we're also on the MyTalk app and we got some little music taste tests. It is Friday. This is when new music comes out. And first and foremost, we have to have a little taste from Madonna. Miss Shannon's favorite artist. <laughs> Wait, of all I've been waiting. Time. I've been now, waiting for her to drop a new track. All right, now this is the. Did you hear the track? All the, the sarcasm. Yeah, yeah okay. I did. I, did. Right. I was trying to be positive Thank you. about that. Yeah, it was really nice. Now, of course, Laurie. <laughs> after the first song that she did with Maluma, which was slowish, yes, mm-hmm. was convinced one hundred percent certain. Her next song from the new album is going to be a dance song. Okay. I know it is. I, okay. I no, mm. it's not a dance song. Should we listen to it? Okay, it is called "I Rise." Okay. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called "Blinded by the Item." A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Sometimes manage to survive I can't break down now I can't take that That is Madonna. And this is a, uh, it's a protest song, you would have to say, right? Would you, yes. Could you give us the background, Holly, on the yeah, song? Yes. So the song is called I Rise. And uh, one of the things you didn't hear is at the very beginning of this track, Madonna samples Emma Gonzalez. She was one of the students who survived the Stoneman Douglas High School shooting that happened last year. She samples a quote from her. And then the song goes into the lyrics, I Rise. So it is a protest song from Madonna. I really wanted to like the sport, but I know because it's supposed just, to be an uplifting track, yeah. and I know what she's doing, I, yeah, or trying to it's, do. It's a statement song, right? It is a statement yeah. song, but not what we were expecting as There's the no, second song. Okay, because she's trying to do this anthemic thing that people want to do so right. much right now, right? But you don't have the voice like a Kesha or somebody else that can do it, so there's no meat to it as far as i'm concerned yeah so it has like this trap music beat yes it's over that so it seems really light yep you know that you know if you're going to have madonna's voice i think you need to have a bigger background track then so it needs yep. to have this very that's where all of the emotion needs to come from so a lot of strings and a lot of uh, oboe or something something to <laughs> give it a, a little more throw on a bassoon get a something to give it another <laughs> another layer because right. her voice is not enough. Agreed on that yeah. one. Okay. And also, the way that she does the phrasing in yeah. the song, I Rise, where it's like, well... It, it's, it's a little fluff. It, it's a little fluff. Mm-hmm. 
Oh gosh. And she kind of comes across, I think in this one, like the fact that it's her voice, her version of a vocal run should yep. not happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. She doesn't have the chops to do a vocal no. run. It's bad when people who are great at it do it. I'm yes. not even going to pretend cause I can't do it well. So I, I, if I ever drop a single, and I try to do a run. You guys need to just get me by the throat. And go, right, you know, you can't yeah. do that. And before we leave Madonna, she did issue a statement today along with the song I Rise. She said, I wrote I Rise as a way of giving a voice to all marginalized people who feel that they don't have the opportunity to speak their mind. This year is the 50th anniversary of Pride. Mm-hmm. And I hope this song encourages all individuals who will be to be who they are and to speak their minds and to love themselves. Here's what that needs. A remix. Yes, oh. that'll be great. So if they if somebody is somebody grabs that, we need to call Steve Aoki or somebody. <laughs> Please, and, Diplo, come Diplo. on. Diplo, Diplo could do his work on it. Calvin Harris. Yep. Somebody does a remake on. I bet you it'll take off again. Perfect. Because that's the storyline makes sense. Here's an example of maybe a song that is a message song that mm-hmm. is delivered with a little bit more power. This okay. was from a, from the movie On the Basis of Sex, mm. which I thought a lot of people didn't like it. I liked it, and it's called Here Comes the Change. Okay. And here's Kesha. See what you think. And of course, yes. that movie was about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yes. Right. Is well, that a little bit more of the yes, delivery? Yes, I am drawn for? in. I felt the, uh, the, that nice little feeling of goosebumps on the back of my neck. You know, appropriate when she came in, her voice could carry it. And then we saw so many layers, even with the music. We're like, okay, now we have a harmonica as well. Thank you very much. Yes. <laughs> yes, I am all in on that as well. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I the, agree. Good job, Donnie. Yeah. Thank good you. job, Donnie. Yeah. Madonna. Madonna. <laughs> Madonna, Madonna, Madonna. I agree. I say that as a fan. I know you're a big fan. You're just you're not. You're a little disappointed. I'm disappointed. That's it. You know, I I I concur because I want to I want to enjoy all of these things. Yes, I want to enjoy Madame X. Yeah, we will have to see if the Mm. rest of the tracks are just as banal as these first two. (laughs) Right when the album comes out next month. Okay. Yeah, man. All right. I think maybe we'll like them better. Maybe we like we'll we'll like them better by the time they drop more because our expectations are slowly lowering. (laughs) Lowering the bar. Yes, exactly. We have another new song, right? Yeah, we have another new song this time. It's Sean Mendez. Mm. Sean Mendez, one of the hottest uh, people on the pop charts right now. Right. He has a new song. What's the new song called, Donnie? Uh, I already forgot. Okay. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but I gave you the notes there. You All did. right, anyway, here's yeah. Sean Mendez's new song. I'm in Toronto and I got this view, but I might as well be in a hotel room. Yeah, it doesn't matter because I'm so consumed. Spending all my nights reading texts from you. I'm good at keeping my distance, I know That you're the feeling I'm missing You know that I hate to admit it But everything means nothing if I can't have you I can't write one song that's not about you Can't drink without thinking about you 
Mendez. All right. That is Sean Mendez. Is if I can't have you, yes. very easily mm-hmm. titled. Yeah. Um, and I dig that one, but I am a fan, and it is very. What Sean Mendes? Sean Mendes it, it does. It's, it's very yes. what he does. It's, it's, yes, formulaic. Yes, it is the Sean Mendesiest Sean Mendes song. There's you could... no surprise at all no. in that track. And no, his fans will love it. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, look, and it's going to end up on my because I'm sure on my Amazon playlist, one of my other songs are going to tell me that I should like that one, and I'm going to go, yes, I do like it, and it's and I'm never going to fast forward past it, and in a, you know, in a week, I'm going to be singing along and doing what Holly hates the snapping along oh, because. There's yeah. a snap in that song. <laughs> the finger. Well, that was more of a clap. Okay. All right. To Sean Mendes' credit, that was a clap. <laughs> I have yeah. a beef with finger snapping <laughs> in pop music because every other track has finger snaps in it. And it's been this way for the past two years. I don't know why this trend started. I I do enjoy the... Okay. Sean Mendes plays the I miss you card very well though like especially like when you rewatch his videos he's good at portraying the i i just don't have it together now that you're gone you know he's that's what he does and And you believe it he can he's very believable in that right i'm just gonna show my arms a little bit i'm very muscly and then i'm thinking about missing you But exactly. I do get Sean Mendes yes. and Charlie Puth mixed up. Not oh, gonna lie. Okay. Oh. All right. You well, know what? Vocally, yes. Vocal, right. Though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just a voice like I have. That guy. Mm. <laughs> I can understand that. if we played two songs back to back. Tonality, you could go is that Charlie or is it this? You yes. know, kind of thing. All right. Yes. Yes. All right. So, fair enough. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fight you on that. One. <laughs> They're not, I'm not gonna fight well, you on that one. They're I can't so have different. you. Can't have you. I can't have you. Excuse me. Is the name of the new Sean Mendes song today? Well, those are all the little music uh, tasty treats that we have for you this afternoon. I did want a, a little bit of music news here. Is that. Uh, Woodstock 50 is still apparently going on. Oh, There's not a single artist who has confirmed they're going. I'm just you know, letting you I know. I heard they've already paid artists, so I don't know what Well, that's what John is. Fogarty said. He's supposed to be one of the headliners he's of already Woodstock been paid? 50. He said he's already been paid. Oh, okay. And if the gig doesn't happen, he's going to donate his fee from Woodstock 50 to charity. Okay, that's oh, cool. All right, all right good So for he's him. been fa- paid, excuse me. Anybody else? I don't know. <laughs> Look, I mean, if you go to Woodstock 50, just let us know yeah. if it actually happens or if you're just stuck if in not, a field. If not, do a, a post like the Fire Festival. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Or you can just watch the Blu-ray of the original Woodstock. <laughs> I like Donnie's plan the best. Yes. <laughs> All right, when we come back, Donnie gets to live his dream because we're host. playing Beat Shazam when we come back. <laughs>